Good morning. It's Iowimala. Uh, if you were here, the, today's Tuesday, the 20th of October, and um, I guess it's a special day here in Illinois because as of today, Governor Pritzker is starting again giving his daily updates on the COVID-19 situation. And while I really appreciated and, and had a great deal of admiration for him when he was doing this all through the earlier months of the pandemic and then stopped when things started to level off, every day I would uh, listen to him as well as Governor Cuomo in New York. And um, it was it, it was with a, a, a lot of sadness when I heard that he's starting up again, doing that daily. So, uh, and it's kind of a, it's a little bit of an overcast day here. So uh, that, that, that's, it's good news to be able to get more specific updates with numbers and what's actually going on in the state. Uh, but this, but it does signify uh, a, a stretch that we don't welcome. So, <laughs> Welcoming the Unwelcome is the book that we're reading in our book group, which is next, next Tuesday, next Monday night. So the 20, I won't even try to guess. Uh, so next Monday night, you might want to come to the book group. There's no charge, but you might want to come to the book group to, um, to get into welcoming the unwelcome. That's exactly, that's exactly how it feels right now. So we have to embrace where we are. We have, this is basically what scientists have been telling us. It doesn't affect like my daily life very much because I'm going out even less, uh, just not because I've been having any fear about going outside, but I'm going even to the grocery store less because I seem to have plenty without doing that. And the monks from Blue Lotus brought me a couple of bags of, of uh, food and some beautiful squashes and things uh, on Sunday. So I'm working my way and sharing some of that and working my way through the rest. So there's a... Uh, it doesn't affect me on a personal level, except I'll be uh, even more aware, but it affects all of us in the sense that we're already in this, what do they call it, the COVID uh, fatigue, and it makes us have to become now more alert, more aware, more uh, mindful. So is that a bad thing? To become more mindful, I don't think so. But we we would rather do it without this, um, with this pressure on us, right? Kind of like procrastinating, doing homework until the day before a test. And uh, I've been guilty of that many times in my life. So it's not the way I want to approach this period of my life. Anyway, I know you all have your opinions and your strategies and you have your difficulties and what we're doing 
with the schools, I'm, I, I don't even know, are the kids online or are they hybrid programs? Um, are they in the middle of one thing and thinking that they need, they're going to have to go back to something else? So I'm, I really have a lot of compassion for, um, for parents. So we move on, right? And we, uh, make the best of a bad situation in, in the most in the in the most um, down to earth sense, we make a best we make the best of this difficult situation. This is samsara. This is part of the world that we were born into, and we usually keep being born over and over into this world because we can't let go of it. We're still grabbing at it. We still want it. And we want it because of all the beautiful things and all the passion. Excuse me, I choked on that word. All the passion. And reading uh, Ajahn Thanissaro's article that I posted on Facebook yesterday, that passion he equates as the opposite of equanimity. But for many, many, many of us, and especially at certain times in our life, we would all almost all say that passion is worth coming back. And that's not just a, like sexual passion. That's just passion with life and passion with the drama and uh, the adventure and the adrenaline and uh, loving everything about the earth. You know, that love can get us into this cycle over and over and over again until we're ready to let go of it. So... This, this pandemic is part of that. So this is when we get a taste of, okay, what do we really, let's make the most of this really difficult time. And what is it we're really getting out of this? I think if we're really open to learning from it, it's helping us learn to be more mindful. It's letting us, and I think in the meditation I want to read from Pema Chodron, I think it can also give us an opportunity to learn more about ourselves and really know ourselves. Um, some of it's going to be really good and some of it's going to be not maybe not so good. But if we if we don't feel uh if we open our hearts to ourselves, we can work on those things that we want to improve or that we feel we need more just more uh, insight on, more more time with ourselves to really examine a little bit more deeply or investigate. So investigating, we can look at it and then we can put it away for a while and we can bring it out and look at it when we need to. We don't have to become depressed or uh, caught up in more distracting, negative, difficult emotions because we're looking at ourselves. Don't look at yourself so much that you begin to uh, think the worst because we have to find that that investigation of ourself is something we can do and then we can allow ourselves to come back and uh, go on with our day trying to be more mindful. But then we'll come back to looking at ourselves and uh, thinking about who we really are, and uh, it make it a process. Don't make it some kind of 
torture, self-torture. So I think today, let's start, well, we've already, I've already talked, but let's, let's do the, the uh, meditation. And this is in the book, Welcoming the Unwelcome, which I'll show you again in reverse, of course. So it's Welcoming the Unwelcome. It's in Kendall. I've, uh, I try, I did find one source on Pinterest where you can download books for free. But uh, when I started to do that to see how it would work out, I, I wasn't comfortable with my own re, uh, feeling of safety in the site. And it was asking for, it wanted my credit card information to download, to do a free download. So I stopped at that point. I was trying to find something that people could, uh, could download for free. And that site on Pinterest, I don't know if I'd recommend it because of the information it asks. If any of you have sources that might allow free downloads and you feel they're safe, let me know, okay? So this, remember Pema Chodron is in the uh, Tibetan tradition. And so some of the words are actually in uh, in Sanskrit. So they're a little different but they pretty they're pretty much they're similar words that we'll recognize. And this is uh in the end of the book she has Tonglen meditation and basic sitting meditation. But I think it's I want to read this description. So as I'm reading it just be if you can, some of you I know are working, so uh you can listen and just if you can sit and close your eyes and sit in meditation, that's great. But you can listen mindfully even if you're working. It's basic sitting meditation, and in the book it's on page 151 through 3. Be in that comfortable position. Go ahead and close your eyes if you like. The technique of sitting meditation called shamatha vipassana or tranquility and insight, we would call samita, samita vipassana, is like a golden key that helps us to know ourselves. And in samita vipassana meditation, we sit upright with legs crossed and eyes open, hands resting on our thighs. Then we simply become aware of our breath as it goes out. So the focus is on the out-breath, and uh, typically I'm teaching the in-breath and the out-breath is where focus is. But she's saying, then we simply become aware of our breath as it goes out. It requires precision to be right there with that breath. On the other hand, it's extremely relaxed and extremely soft, saying, be right there with the breath as it goes out is the same thing as saying be fully present. Be right here with whatever is going on. Being aware of the breath as it goes out, we may also be aware of other things going on. Sounds on the street, the light on the walls, these things may capture our attention slightly, 
but they don't need to draw us off. We can continue to sit right here, aware of the breath going out. But being with the breath is only part of the technique. These thoughts that run through our minds continually are the other part. We sit here talking to ourselves. The instruction is that when you realize you've been thinking, you label it thinking. When your mind wanders off, you say to yourself, thinking. Whether your thoughts are violent or passionate or full of ignorance and denial, whether your thoughts are worried or fearful, whether your thoughts are spiritual thoughts, pleasing thoughts of how you're doing, comforting thoughts, uplifting thoughts, whatever they are, without judgment or harshness, label it all thinking. And do that with honesty and gentleness. The touch on the breath is light. Only about 25% of the awareness is on the breath. You're not grasping or fixating on it. You're opening, letting the breath mix with the space of the room. Letting your breath just go out into space. Then there's something like a pause, a gap until the next breath goes out again. While you're breathing in, there could be some sense of just opening and waiting. It is like pushing the doorbell and waiting for someone to answer. Then you push the doorbell again and wait for someone to answer. Then probably your mind wanders off and you realize you're thinking again. At this point, use the labeling technique. It's important to be faithful to the technique. If you find that your label labeling has a harsh negative tone to it, as if you were saying, damn it, that you're giving yourself a hard time, say thinking again and lighten up. It's not like trying to down the thoughts as if you were, as if they were clay pigeons. Instead, be gentle. Use the labeling part of the technique as an opportunity to develop softness and compassion for yourself. Anything that comes up is okay in the arena of meditation. The point is, you can see it honestly and make friends with it. Although it is embarrassing and painful, it is very healing to stop hiding from yourself. I'm going to read that again. This is what caught my eye this morning. Although it is embarrassing and painful, it is very healing to stop hiding from yourself. It is healing to know all the ways that you're sneaky, all the ways that you hide out, criticize people, all the ways that you shut down, deny, close off, all your weird little ways. You can know all that with some sense of humor and kindness. By knowing yourself, you're coming to know humanness altogether. We are all up against these things. We are all in this together. When you realize that you're talking to yourself, label it thinking and notice your tone of voice. 
Let it be compassionate and gentle and humorous. Then you'll be changing old stuck patterns that are shared by the whole human race. Compassion for others begins with kindness to ourselves. So now while we're still sitting, I want to read the end of our metta. Our goodwill practice. Picture yourself in your mind's eye as you are now. Make peace with this view of yourself through forgiveness, compassion, gentleness. May this being be well. Suffuse this picture with gentle, warm light from the heart. Then let it go. Next, picture your parents. Let them into your mind. Make peace with their image. May you be well bathing them with soft light, with gratitude. Observe thoughts arising, memories of yourself as a child, perhaps something painful, or something you have never made peace with. Let it be in the mind, out in the light. Then bring up an image of your daily situation, at home or wherever, with the people it involves. People you like or dislike, feel conflict with, love, fear, or worry for. May these beings be well. Put aside aversion, fear, worry, guilt. At this moment, allow yourself to be kind. Think of someone you know who is having a difficult time. Send these feelings of kindness towards them. Breathe in light, breathe out, wishing them well. Gradually open up more and more from the people you see every day to nobody special, and even those for whom you have hardly a memory. Recognize them as human beings with ambitions, hopes, problems, anxieties, joy, just like you. Give them some life in your perceptions. And even more remote, acknowledge all the people you can conceive of in this world. This may be a faint feeling, but open up the heart to allow them into consciousness, to be felt. See what the mind does, how it reacts indignantly about some people, Let go of that indignation for this moment. Allow a sense of peace to envelop all beings, the liked, the disliked, familiar and unfamiliar. And then imagine the planet Earth as seen from space. Extend this sense of peace to the planet we live on, embracing it with your heart, surrounding it with light turning your attention to that sense of peace and light 
Allow it to expand outwards without limit, letting the sense of me and the world dissolve. Then turn your attention back in towards itself upon the feeling of knowing the screen of the mind, the place where images arise. Let it be quite empty or full, choiceless, being illuminated by the soft light from the heart, light from the breath, warm, gentle, beginning, letting go, patient kindness. Gently come back to the rhythm of the breath, and when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. I think the um, the two together worked out pretty well, didn't it? We com- we got our meta in there. So have a beautiful day today. Uh, remember that uh, uh, there are some things that might, if you're having a lot of anxiety or you've been having it or um, it's triggered, a body scan is a wonderful way to calm the body. Because what we need to do when we feel anxious is to uh, come back into our bodies because we're all over the place when we become anxious. We're projecting a lot out uh, our fears of the future. So try a, try a body scan. Uh, try yoga nidra. It's really good. And then, then you can have that uh, sense of even a deep rest. Go, go on YouTube and find a, a Yoga Nidra or, or on a podcast, find Yoga Nidra. You don't need to watch anyone. But come back into your body. This is not a time for us to be uh, leaving our bodies and floating around. This is when we need to stay grounded. And that's why when we, when we meditate, we, some part of us needs to be touching the ground, whether it's our bottom and the bottoms of our upper legs, if we're on the floor on a cushion or kneeling on a bench, uh, or if we're sitting in a chair, it's good, it's good to have part of us touching the earth. The earth can be a floor or concrete, but it needs to be grounded. And we need, we need that literally these days, right? So be grounded in all ways. Uh, be mindful and work on being mindful. And don't be afraid to look at yourself. There couldn't, there wouldn't be a better time for us to be doing that. So that's the gift we have. So, so wonderful to have you all in my practice. And I see some wonderful, wonderful friends. Your name's popping up. That's, that's great. I hope it's of some value to you. It certainly is to me. All right, I'll see you Thursday. Bye.